When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. You're looking a million dollars, huh? Hey guys, I'm Ty. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation and episode number two of the limp. Uh, the boot and the limp. No, the limp and the boot. The boot and the limp. Episode number two. Welcome. Last week we covered all sorts of random subjects. This show completely different to uh, all the other shows we do. It's an X-rated and light-hearted look at the world and whatever we feel like talking. We don't really have any uh, any notes of, of any uh, of any notes. We just no go over there and have a chat, have a chat, and uh, away we go. But, Off the um, indeed. Uh, this past Wednesday, I dropped. The Danny Button Show, episode number 13, where myself and former Cage Warriors chant Danny Button talked about UFC 1, which was very interesting, where green shots and hair pulling were all legal, as well as no weight divisions. Uh, it was really good going through that. And uh, we all Ken Shamrock tell... was there, no, Sorry, go on. Yeah, go on. Ken, Sh- Ken Shamrock, Royce Gracie, a couple of others. We, uh, we also talked uh, Lennox Lewis and... Um, Frank Bruno from Cardiff Arms Park in 1993, which was good. We had a rewatch of that. So they were good because there's no current combat sports going on. And uh, if you like football, we have every Monday live football show, the Andy Campbell Championship Show, uh, which was actually with Kevin McNaughton this past Monday because Andy was away. And this past Tuesday, we also had an episode with uh, author and Cardiff City fan Tony Rivers. Which was a, a good one. I got plenty of uh, views and downloads and good feedback for that as well. But uh, without further ado, my co-host, the Boots, co-host, time legend, co-host. co-host. What a privilege! Say, si. how are you doing, my friend? I'm all right, mate. You wait for me to say your name, or yeah, you carry on, buddy. You carry on. I was giving you like the big intro then. Oh, sorry, mate. sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the boots, the full-time legend, Mr. Barry Phillips. Welcome, my friend. Thank you very much, Zach. Thank you very much. I just realised on your name tag on the screen, I've left off the S from Phillips. Oh, oh you have, yeah. School by error. I know it was any sleepover. It's very unprofessional. I put that out last week with, with no S as well. Well, that's what happened when I went swimming before and everyone was throwing stuff at me. <laughs> so the S had come off my trunks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on now, come on now, man. Dirty, man. <laughs> Didn't really happen. Yeah. Well. So what's been happening? How are, you, uh, how are you getting on with this week and the stress levels of lockdown? Um, so... Last week I found right, and then Saturday, Sunday was shit. Absolute shy. Just wanted to bang my head against the wall repeatedly. No, no sportsy. 
no sport. We all need our we all need our weekend fix, don't we? I think that's what it is because I was by Sunday night I was like oh, I can't do this this this, this needs to end. But um, I know, I know. a little bit better. Bit better. Yeah, yeah. And yesterday I was just a bit all over the shop. Today I've been good, good, good day today. Motivated, <clears throat> get shit done. Well, we was uh, we went for um, we done nearly a six mile walk yesterday Fucking with the dog and the kids awesome. and everything up on the trail out the way, social distancing, everybody abide by the rules. See, Boris, yeah, got listen to you. And we came back, didn't see the dog hand, went in a little bed, he was all hanging. I had a couple of tinnies in and uh, had something to eat, which was nice, and then went to bed, slept. All night long, all night, all night long. <laughs> That's the way. That's the way. I um, I uh, I had, I got this new medication. I have which, um, so I had to have a nurse come to my house today to uh, to jab needles in my legs, which Any was good, interesting. She? Mm, she was very good. She um, had a four for the first one, two in each leg. I wasn't very oh. impressed with that leg. Nice, but. Uh, that's what it is, isn't it? It is what it doctor, is. Doctor, I, I should have had you. I should have had you come and do it. Yes, doctor. The doctor. I would have come as a drop on the man's side. Can I just... Um, ja- jabbed me. I would yeah. have jabbed you. I would have jabbed you. Get it down, Lucy. Can I just start a very serious note now, please? Before we start getting into the nitty-gritty of dicking about. Yeah, go on. Uh, big family friend. We've already started that, though. Um... Young lady by the name of Mrs. Deborah Angel, Angel by name, Angel by nature, has received recognition from the local authority, Caffini County Borough Council, for the care work that she does. And I've known her all my life, which is the past 22 years. And um, I'm 42, actually. And um, she used to care for my sister. So um, she's had recognition and sadly well deserved. Deb, awesome work. Keeping up now, the award is just part of it. You're doing a fantastic job. You're the stalwart of the community. We all love you. Thank you very much. Legend. Absolutely. Congratulations to Deb. Yeah, she's brilliant, brilliant woman. That's what you like to see them, mate. It's like good people getting recognized for the for the good deeds that they do. Yeah, but the thing is the people like that, the the people like sorry, the people like that, they um they don't do it for the recognition. They just do it yeah. because they want to do it. And the accolades come then just as part of what they do. And they think, oh, well, I, I don't thank me for doing my job sort of thing. But they do thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly deserve it. And Deb, you are an absolute hero. And her son, I said, I thought I'd give him a mention as well. Go meet my Matthew Angel. Um, there's not many people who get over 100 caps in rugby for two clubs. He went down to Cornwall to play. And then he played for a my local club and he got over hundred caps in both first team, which is good effort. Up there. Not as many good caps effort. as I got like, but um Well he's not a full time legend, obviously, is he? There's not many people are really. I don't think there's anyone who's really from the boot. Boot. I um I put a post up on the podcast page today. So the, so we're recording this on the first of April. I put a podcast, a uh, post on the podcast page this morning saying, um, I'm delighted to announce that uh, Mr. Boris Johnson has agreed to do a live, unscripted and uncensored uh, show. Just <laughs> fucking about. Like, <laughs> Some people believed it. Is he coming out? Yeah, he's not, unfortunately. He's but, in uh, isolation, isn't he? Yeah, I say he's... He's, in, he's up shit creek, mate. He's uh, he's about fifty, isn't he? So, 50? like the rest of us, he's about fifty, isn't he? I don't know. He had a fucking to... off. He had an off-road paper, on if he is. I need to know. I need to know how old Boris is. That's gonna bug, bug the crap out of me. But uh, well, when we when we finish, by yeah, know you know Google is up and running, then so you can you can always type it in, right? How old is Boris? Or what do you say, ask me? Bojo. I like that. Bojo. <laughs> I, I did like that. i got to say, it's a scary world when um, 
when the, the leaders of the free world of Boris Johnson, 55 years ago, I have already Googled it. Um, oh, you... Oh, you're, just quick, you're just too quick, man. You're like Richard Clayderman on a keyboard there. Yeah, I do. I do everything that quick, but um, yeah, everything. Yeah, everything. everything. Really quick. Everything that quick. It's over, over in seconds. On any one, it was a blindness, man. <laughs> it was gone. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, all, all over. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. So um, it's a bit of a scary world without the coronavirus. With the, if when the the leaders of the free world, of Boris Johnson, of fucking Donald Trump, it's a worrying time. That is. Yeah. And I've noticed they both got fucking shite dudes. <laughs> yeah, have they got, got have like have a long We've got to have a shit dude to get into the government. Politics. Like, yeah, I reckon you must do. There's not many be, who've got like a, a decent decent hairdo, is there? I'll I'll be I'll never get him, right? No, yeah, they, they, with the old you, fucking egg with the old eggshell. You won't get it now. It's uh, you just gotta you gotta have a shit hair, and you ain't got it. You ain't got it. You ain't I don't got fucking it. Want to get it anyway. No, fuck him. You change change the world, though, wouldn't you? I think fixed world. First thing I'd say if I was prime minister, first Mm -hmm. question I'd have, they go, "What would you do about the prostitution bill?" They go, "Pay the fucking thing." (laughs) They go, "How much money would you give to third world countries?" Fuck all. They'd be a legend. Within half an hour, I'd be an absolute hero. Sir Barry Phillips, pom pom pom, fuck off. You've done enough. (laughs) Full time legend. Ten commercial street I live in. I can't move to London. It's too busy. Full time legend, mm-hmm. running the country. You imagine what? It. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's a frightening thought. But you know, oh, it'll be beautiful in, in, in a good, good way. I just have yeah. a text message. Any chance we can have a national holiday? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Class, <isn't> it? <laughs> can I have a, can I have a holiday <laughs> for my tax for my taxes? Yeah, sure. Right, crack on. Yeah, yeah. Gonna... sounds good. Book your flights, boys. Get on there. I can't stop singing that Michael Jackson bloody song now because I listened to it just before we went on. I was going to say, I was a random ditty, yeah, haven't I? Yeah, it's one of the things where I just can't stop. Like once it's here, once it's there, once it's there, I can't stop singing it. It's there. So I'm just gonna, just gonna break out in song every couple of minutes now. Well, every but, uh, every time you feel you, it's just um. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. So where, what's uh, what's taking what's taking your eye this week? What you been doing? Wimbledon's cancelled, mate. Oh, Bet you're disappointed about that. Oh my god, I am absolutely devastated. Absolutely devastated. As soon as I heard the news, right, I pulled a party popper, shoved the sparkler down the fucking hole in my jap eye to celebrate. And I wrote on the wall, I'd rather have incurable art burnt and have Wimbledon fucking on the telly. I fucking hate tennis. Fucking hell. Let's all sit on Merry Mount Hill. Fucking Becker's bollocks. Fucking grow a dick. Strawberries and cream, £75 a punnet. Yeah. Can of fucking, can of fucking Pims, four and a half grand. I can't. Oh, wow, that, wow, that. Wimbledon. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do watch. Um, I do end up watching like Wimbledon, but I, I, no, I can't say I was that bothered anyway. But I gotta say, like, the rugby's been cancelled, the tennis been cancelled, yeah. the Olympics been cancelled, yeah. the Euros have been moved to next year. But the fucking Premier League, they want to carry on, like, because, you know, they, they grip it onto the, they're, like, gripping onto their money because they can't let go of the the, the pound signs. Like, the thing is, like, the thing is, there's a lot of clubs, I think it's only Arsenal that's actually in the, in the black, is it, or in the red, I, I don't know which way it is, but, um, they, there's going to be a lot of people watching village football, because they're going to fucking go down, 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 down. 
And the thing is, as you know, Sky Sports are on, Patrick Arrington, the Ryder Cup captain, he said he wants the event to go ahead, even though if the um, qualifiers or the you know the final trial stages are delayed, he still wants the event to go ahead. The next year, um, You'll my be mate crammed for the sport next oh, year. My mate told me that um, early on, I was on a phone to him, Phil Powell, full-time legend, cricket legend, hopefully his impact, Champions League legend, and just an all-round bellend. Um, he told me early on that um, the Olympics are going to be broadcast the same time as the Lions Tour. I know we're on different time zones and everything, but um, yeah, that's a bit down. But I suppose it's going, it's going to happen anyway because it's just got to all cram it in together. Like. Yeah, it's going to be so much hard next year. It's just one of them things, isn't it? Where it's just stuff's going to clash. It's going to be on at the same at the same time. You're just going to have to. People are going to have to pick, you know. But yeah, Premier League guys pissed off with that, like because you know some of the players have said like just because they get paid a lot, a lot, a lot of money. That's them make them immune from getting the virus and passing it on to their kids and their wives and their grandparents and fucking everything else, isn't it? So the why thing the is fuck... now, with a... sorry, go on. I was going to say, why the fuck should they be forced to play behind closed doors just to finish the season? Like, it's stupid. Yeah, and the thing is, with the Premier League years ago, when me and you loved football, I still enjoy football as now, but. Uh... And when it when it was good, like it was um everyone in Barclays League Division One, do you remember that? And um it was um the old days of the biddy printer going across grandstand and everything. It was everyone in the first division was apart from maybe one or two throughout the old league was English. And oh yeah. well for British, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I bet he put a photo. I bet he put a photo on it. Huh? I never forget. I was doing my paper on it. said April Fool's Day. Ian Rush had a photo on Shoot magazine with an Everton shirt on. Oh, I'm an Everton fan in the Premier League. He said Rush for Everton. Fucking hell! I went around my paper. I'm like Usain Bolt because my old man's a Liverpool fan. I look at that. Went over the centre page. Yeah, Rush for Everton. Everton can't. Could have done with him, I know. Had you? 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 you? Had you? Had I've never been into any. There's a lot of bollocks in there. Yeah, I've never been into any. It's a lot of bollocks in there. Yeah, I've never been into anything. Like, sort of, so, yeah, you have put me on the spot. And to be honest with you, I do apologize. I can't really answer
good mate of mine. He's actually one of Cody Davis's corner men. Like on mm-hmm. Sunday, Sunday just gone now. He done. Um, he put a thing on Facebook. He said, "I'm going live now in an hour for the gig in the garden." Now, Mass, his name's Matthew Turley. All right, Mass, good now. And I know for a fact he's got a very, very good singing voice anyway. And he done two hours flat out. Do you know how many views he had? Nineteen and a half thousand for them towers. And he was, it was un-fucking-leavable, unreal. The songs he was picking was just perfect for the style of his voice. Like, and it wasn't just a set that he had set out himself. It was like requests coming from people because they were commenting underneath and he was going, oh, I've never done this one before. It could go pear-shaped, could go tits up. But I nailed every single one of them in festival. What a what a show we broke yeah. up Sunday night for me. When I was chucking my tarts, it just broke up the Sunday night for me. Unbelievable mouth. Top kick, top man, legend. Not as legendish as me, but you, that was a fantastic night of entertainment. Well done, buddy. Really well done, Sam. It was awesome. Awesome. Can't fault that, mate. But like, how can you, what I don't know, is how you can do two hours on the beers and singing. And then not go for at least two pieces. Well, he so was on the bow. He was on the bow. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, either had must have had a fucking bag for it, did. We had one of them fairground goldfish bags fucking tied to his prick. Or he either just pissed himself, or when he was singing, because you could only see his top off, he might have had his Johnson hanging out, and he was just going on the grass. Just don't know. It's one of them hidden mysteries. Just don't know. I'll have Down to ring the fuck and I'll fight. I'll have to ring him and find out. <laughs> what do you, how do you manage it, like, when you're doing, like, stand-up shows now? If you need to go to the toilet, what's, what's going on? Oh, you just walk off, gotta go. gotta go. Gotta go. Simple as that. So what you do gotta go. Off? Just gotta go, but it's, um, it's either sometimes I'm at a cordless mic and there's, um, Mad sometimes if people stood next to you in the toilet and you know just cracking on the jokes and it's crazy because the people who are on in the audience are laughing at nobody on the stage, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. Or if I am absolutely really at the point where I am about to piss myself, I just say have a quick break, go refill your glasses, go for a fag or whatever. Two minutes, come back and then we carry on, and that's the way it goes. Like because people like a, know the nature of the beast. Mate. You're having a swig, you're going to need a piss. And they can tell because I'm fucking running around the stage like fucking Benny Hill sometimes. And then I just, uh, <laughs> I just got to give in and just go and um, abuse the Armitage Shanks and I, or the Royal Dolphin. That's it, mate. So, does anyone ever complain about you going to the toilet while you're talking? No. No. Good crowd. I think because uh, uh, they know what they'll get if they try and. Uh, they try and diss me, like. Yeah, well, they'll just get a piss all over their feet. Yeah, just get a fistful of dollars in their eye, when I, yeah. Or they get one lined out of the vacation. What, um, what is the craziest, here we, here we go. Cra- craziest thing that's ever happened to you when you were doing a stand-up show? i done a gig up in... Um, I'm not going to say where it was. And I got called a racist. Um, and basically, I had a, um, first of all, I had a pint glass thrown at me, which because I seen it, I managed to dodge it and it smashed on the wall behind me. And then, um, nasty. Next, next thing I know, it was, um, it was about four pints of whatever it was coming all over me. And they just, soaked me and I was like okay and I was saying but because these gigs are like in local pubs or anything there's no security or anything eh? no so I'm like fuck I've got to sort of quickly be on my toes I've got to be on my toes by you know in my silver tongue by you know and I've just got to um and I've just got to do something so I just went on to some sort of I can't remember what I said it was some sort of light-hearted fucking hell fucking James Hetfield and uh Give us a mosh, like, give us a mosh. Yeah. <laughs> disappears. Yeah, yeah, but that was, that was, 
I'll I don't think you can that then. That was quite um and the and the one and the one time where um there was people they was they was all talking of him and my wife was with me. I was meant to go on at eight o'clock and I didn't go on till twenty eleven. Because this presentation went on and on and on. I'm not being funny, you know, I was on free bar, I was wankered, right? So I went on and um it was like and it was, it was just people talking at the back, it was talking it. But the thing was I already had my money for the night. Um, in my pocket, so yeah. uh, we sat down. We had drinks and everything, wine, and the, uh, so we had a meal. He gave us a meal, which was a very nice meal and everything. And then I went on in like three hours late, so you can imagine the shape I was in anyway. Because <laughs> um, you got to have a 10, 12 liveners before you get up, you know. Right, and um, then, and uh, we was here, and he was getting a bit um. He was all talking, it was a table at the back, he was talking all over and then he was shouting and screaming, laughing, because he was all on free drink as well, because it was a mm. presentation, right? and he was pissed up. And I, and I just literally, I went like, ah, I had the microphone, and I threw it up in the air, he went, dunk, on the floor on the stage. I said to my missus, I said, come on, let's get out there. And literally, the car was parked right by the front door. Which I said, right, fucking get out here. And my missus is not a she's not a she's not a bad driver, but she's not a particularly rally driver. Like mm. I said, fucking floor it. So she spun round like ah straight down. And as I looked in the turned round a little bit, the, the place just empty to see where I'd gone like. And I was like, fuck that, I ain't coming back up here. Yeah. But I was it was two like airy moments. I've had loads of people, you know, call me a twat and one and a fucking arsehole and you know you get all that I mean, it's the type of material that you do and um, I, I suppose it's just uh, it's just it's just the nature of the beast or you do and um, you know as long as you can as long as you've got the thick skin to back it up and you can you know where you are with it and it, it doesn't like like we said on our first show if people get offended and you know who go fuck to a them. show like that then they shouldn't exactly fuck up they shouldn't be there because it is a comedy show and like we said don't want to reiterate the what we did before. We don't, you know, it's a, you're there to be entertained. If you don't find it funny, don't fucking be there. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't expect everyone to laugh at every joke I tell, you know. I don't expect everybody to laugh at every joke I tell, you know, because I don't find everybody's jokes, even my favorite comedians, right? I look at them and I say, oh, fucking hell, oh shit. But then Mm. the next one's good. And then the next one, you know, it's it's yeah, just yeah. you know, you you can't be an absolute perfectionist. No, no, and the thing is, you can't please everyone all the time mentally. Um, no, but my thing is always if you go to a comedy show, like unless the co- unless the the jokes or the content are really <sighs> fucking bad taste, like racist and this sort of thing, then mm. you. I don't think you should be like being offended, kind of thing, because no. you go into a comedy show, like you know. Yeah. It's... But that's that's something that's something that we, and I always say we because it's it's not just a one man effort. Is is lots of people that contribute to what I do, and they don't get recognised because they're in the background. But um, yeah, you know, I always and I've never said I. I always say we, and the main person is my wife for putting up with my moods and everything. And kids and everything because I quite I gotta be honest I'm quite snappy when I'm fucking stressed out and mm. and it is stressful it's very very stressful and I said to the start there's um what Shaky said people only see the 15 hours in a cage with Jack Shaw and it's exactly that and it, it's, yeah. he, he nailed it on the head and they don't see the build up the five six weeks that it takes to run up even to completely change a new set to take up to nine months and they don't see it and on gig day i tell you gig week fucking hell i i am an absolute ruin and people are like oh you're looking forward to it and they go yeah yeah i can't wait but fucking my stomach is in knots and i feel sick i fucking can't sleep it's they got the shits I, it's just and i go Very like why do i do this and then as soon as i get up there and i belt our first one out and everyone's laughing i go right that's what is that part of the reason why you wouldn't get it, like why you haven't done it as much, Jack, and recently because of the stress mm-hmm. it puts on you? No, 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 not so much. I just, to be honest, I haven't got the time to be honest. But with the, mm. you know, I got three young kids. I got, you know, work takes up a lot of my time and everything. I just can't, I can't devote and commit yeah. to it. Which, 
this is like a sort of unofficial announcement. What I put up on Facebook the other day could possibly be the hanging up of the mic because I did say at the start at the when we done our first show I had one more in me. And and what I put on Facebook now week Thursday that I'm gonna go live on seven o'clock on Thursday evening. And um that could possibly unofficially but possibly could be the hanging up of it. Could so, be the end could be the end of ballistic. Yeah, it could be the ballistic going to sleep peacefully. Knowing that he's had a good crack at it. Yeah. But it's it is what it is and you've gotta there's like people like boxers, they go one fight too far and they come back and they do this. No, I want yeah. to end I wanna end on a fucking barn burner I do and I want if I can get like I don't know I don't know, for example. Well the thing is, buddy, right, is Everyone's on lockdown now. Everyone's looking for content and there's stuff to watch, whether it's YouTube videos or podcasts or movies mm. or, you know, fucking people singing on Instagram or concerts or Coldplay or fucking anything. So, like, if you can go and have a cracker, that could be a perfect way to end for it. And I know, yeah. like, when we did the initial one, I kind of in more interviewed you rather than... Like obviously the last these last two shows just me and you together. Had to piss them out, like. But like, <laughs> and you talked about like you wanted to do one more. Mm. Yeah, and you had one more in you. But mm. you know maybe this can just because it's just because it's different and it's on you know live stream doesn't mean that it's not you know not just as good like. Yeah, but it's going to be it's going to be really strange because like. My buddy Ali from Henry's Funeral Show done a um, live acoustic show the other day. Yeah. And that was awesome. Trying um, to get him on. Yeah, I'll give him a bell. Trying to, I have rang him and he texts me back. And I text him and he hasn't come back to me because he's about as much use as a fucking handbrake on a canoe. <laughs> and um, I, uh, I, um, he was just like, ah, oh, this is so weird. This is so weird. You the thing is, you don't, you don't. Gone. Sorry, mate. That was. You need, yeah, sorry. You need, you need the atmosphere, the state, to create what you do, if that makes sense. And me, a week Thursday, just talking into my little phone, with, I can't hear anyone. I'm used to people not laughing at me anyway. <laughs> well, no, but, but but like, it's even different to this, isn't it? Because mm. at least with this, you got me to bounce off, and yeah, you got yeah, yeah. me me to talk to. Whereas with that, it's like you're completely just you. Yeah. But no one laughing. Like, but then you got the uh, comments, and you can see the comments going. Um, because I was going to ask you, you're going to do it on your phone, are you, and yeah. like, you're going to well, hold hold your phone, or just like set it up. No, somehow? I'll just I'll just do it. Sit down, might have a walk around, might go into the garden, just however I feel. I don't know, it's just so off the cuff. Just an it's idea, just, like, yeah. But what Master Charlie done on Sunday, I was thinking of it when Ali done his, but definitely what he done in the garden, I was like, oh, I, I've got to do one because there's two music ones that come out, which don't get me wrong, have both been absolutely fantastic shows, and I'm just thinking. The way it is now, people can only go, you know, to the shop to get sort of things, go for a quick walk, come home. It's fucking, everyone is just fucking, oh, everyone is just bored. Everyone is fucking pissed off. Everyone is stressed. You're living on top of each other. You're all doing each other's tits in. And I'm just thinking, right, let's just go. And I'm open now, right? Normally I base myself on around, around about an hour-ish. Mm. An hour could go either way, depending on the crowd, right? So you never know what you're going to get. So it could go either way. If you've got a brilliant, brilliant crowd, then obviously extra things pop back into your head and then you can just carry on. And you can do, before you know, you've done an hour and a half. Yeah. And then, so I'm aiming for anything extra than an hour, it'd be brilliant. And that's why I'm encouraging people, which I've said on the thing because I, I think this is going to be a massive audience for this one and I, and I really hope it is it's going to be fucking huge and I really really hope it is and it'll be it'll be 
yeah, it'll be. It'll. I think it'll be my time, and it'll be the way to go out. I. I think. Yeah. Unless. Unless. Yeah. Unless. Unless Mourinho comes in and says, "Can you fill a stadium?" Man? Fill a stadium. Which I, which I doubt. Uh, Make the people I fucking, laugh. I fucking hate Spurs anyway. <laughs> I wanna rock with you. Oh, there he goes so, again. Yeah. <laughs> he's it. loving like he's loving it. Loving it. I had a bad couple of days. See, I'm back now today. I'm back. Yeah, you're right on it, say. Because you're that's talking it. to the doctor, see? Yeah, that's what it is. I just need that's all I needed was a chat with the doctor and then and yeah. everything's all right again. Remedies so, and remedies and so last week. You asked me a question. You put me on the spot. You put me on the spot and you said, oh, what's, your favorite, what's your favourite joke? You didn't give me any prior knowledge. And I still oh. don't know. because I. Uh, other than, like, hang, hang on a minute. Can I stop you there? Like you said to me, fucking, you rang me up. We go in like 30 seconds time. I know. I know. So you fucking said, oh, there's no, oh, I've gone out. One all, one all. One all. Oh, April um, fool. Go on, I'll give, I'll give you one all for that one. I'll have yeah. you next week. 2-1 boot. 2-1 <laughs> to the boot. So you asked me what my favourite joke was. Yeah, yeah. And I still don't really know. But uh, I'll get back to you eventually. Uh, one of these yeah, episodes. Yeah you, get, yeah, you can get back to me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I want to know, what's the filthiest joke that you know? Oh, now, that is a fucking... Without trying away from the question, right? Um, oh, there's one just popped into my head then, which I, I, I don't know if I can say it. Yeah, Dave, you don't it's know. The thing, it's the thing. Well, so I can always take it out anyway. I can take two. it out. It's the, it's the thing that is going on to YouTube, and if it goes out, then I could go into jail. That's, <laughs> the, that's the It's a jail-worthy joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I have got one for you. I've got it's not, it's not a joke, though. It's not a joke. It's a true story. Right, okay. And a fellow I know, right? He's a fucking proper chef, Michelin star, everything. He went for the job in the restaurant. Mm. And um, he said, uh, the boss said, uh, tell me a bit about yourself. And he said, oh, I used to be Gordon Ramsay's boss. I've worked in Jamie Oliver's restaurant. I used to be Jamie's boss. He said, um, I'm a five-star Michelin chef, worked in the Savoy, the Open, everything, the Ritz. So the boss said, um, you can cook, and then he said, oh, I'm the best. He said, do me a favor, and he said, do me an omelette. He said, an omelette? You're taking a piss out of my culinary skills. He said, I'm a fucking five-star Michelin chef. He said, do me an omelette. So he said, right, I'll do you a special omelette. He said, all right, then do me a special omelette. <laughs> so we got three bowls, all right, three sticks started spinning the bowl drum down the sticks. Fucking 12 eggs now jangling up and down in the air. Like, gone now, like, a bum, 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 bum. 12 shells went in one bowl, 12 whites went in the other bowl, 12 yolks went in the other bowl. Mixed the whites with the eggs, stirred it around like that, started volleying a frying pan up and down the neighbor with his foot, chucked it on a thin, written on the butter, extra virgin on the oil, light seasoning, boom, eggs in. Stirred it around like that, boom, flipped him up, treble flip, boom, put him back down. Light seasoning again, slipped it onto the plate, fucking a little bit of parsley on the top, boom, wallop, have that. He said, taste that, son. He said, fucking hell. He said, that's the best omelet I've ever tasted in my life. He said, do I get a job? And he said, no, you fuck about too much. <laughs> oh, come on now, come on. You like it. It was a nice speedy one, though, and it was a good quick yeah, one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. You what, literally um, bleed in, though. <laughs> what, does a, what do a penis and a Rubik's Cube have in common? The more you play with it, the harder it gets. Yeah, that's the classic. What's the difference <laughs> between your wife and your job? Yeah. After five years, your job will still suck. <laughs> What's the difference between your wife and your bonus? Hmm. I can guarantee your wife will always blow your fucking bonus. <laughs> 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 what is tightrope walking over Niagara Falls and having a blowjob off your mother-in-law got in common? So, in both situations, it's very advisable you don't fucking look down. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> leave that one in. Fuck it. Okay, I leave that one in. <laughs>
Brilliant, man. Brilliant. Um, I forgot. How would you make your girlfriend scream doing sex? No. Call her and tell her about it. Oh. <laughs> it's a simple one, does it? You know? It is, it's yeah. It's simple the easy one, ones, man. It's uh, the easy ones, man. I like the fucking sick ones, I do, man. I do too, but you've got to be careful who you tell them to, haven't you? Oh, of course you are, right. Of course you are, right. How do you, uh, how do you circumcise a hillbilly? Go on. Kick his sister in the jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Them Jewish are big-headed fuckers, mind the name. Now <clears throat> two inches cut off the end of their prick before they know how big it's going to be. I know, I know. <laughs> what did the hurricane say to the coconut tree? Go on. Hold on to your net. This ain't no ordinary blowjob. Oh, oh, it's on. a cracker. It's a fucking boot, Sam. It's a boot. What did the plumber say before he killed his wife? <laughs> it's overflow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh, oh, you laughed at the clean one. <laughs> I know, but it's just, it's just, it's just, I just can't be. You're burning money when it says Yorkshire family on holiday in Spain. Yeah. I said, oh, I think we forgot the best store. I said, have we? I said, I. So you go across the road, but I think the family across the road in English, tap it off. So you knock the door. I said, uh, I don't believe it'd be store. <laughs> Fuck off your Spanish cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that's all. Fucking great. I mean, Bernie oh. Man is a legend, but legend. Yeah, he gets a bad name now, doesn't he? Yeah. You can keep uh, it. I'm going to keep that one in as well. For the wrong reasons, see? For the wrong reasons. Mm. You'll have to tune nice. in a week Thursday, man. These, this is easy. All right, well. New- these are no ones that I'm even going to put in there, son. But, um, yeah, okay, let's get back to the fucking show, innit? Um, I'd like a little break then, didn't we? The problem is, as well, the problem is, well, Bar, is now you are not a full-time legend. See? It says, but there. It's not there yeah. anymore. Well, I know it's there. Yeah, you've had it taken off you now. The Queen's taking it off you, bitch. <laughs> taking it away. <laughs> right. Yeah, so... So we talked about toilets and, uh, you know, you go in the toilet when you're doing a live show. Then, yeah. anyone ever, like, got really angry with you? Like, I know you said some people called you a twat or, like, a prick or whatever. Anyone, like, got a bit, like, wanting to fight you when you're doing shows? No. Never had any of that. Um, no. no. Excellent. Excellent. No, never. No, it was just just think yours. People told her that um, lady that uh, walked out. Um, she, if she was close enough, probably would have hit her handbag across my face. Like. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was... Uh, if you, um, there's a clip on YouTube. Oh, I forget the name of the guy. He's like an Australian comedian. He's quite adult humour, like, and he's quite close to the, to the bone and that. And um, he's telling a joke about... The joke is about like racism, but it's about how stupid racism is. Yeah. Like the whole point of the whole joke is I know that, you're on about I can't remember his name all. He got black hair, haven't he? Yeah. And then this woman she gets up and she says, You're a fucking disgrace in the middle of his show, like in a theatre, and like she's walking out and she said, I'm going. And he's like, and she said she calls him a racist and this. Oh and no, like, I've seen it. It's not the one I'm thinking about. I have seen it. Oh yeah, I know. And then, yeah. go on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I was just gonna say, like, she like completely misses the point. She's so desperate to be offended by this joke, and she's so desperate to like call him a a racist. Yeah. Does she like? She misses the whole point of the fucking joke. Yeah. Which is that racism is dumb as fuck. Mm. And oh, I just, just fucking baffles me, man. Baffles me that people well, are so is, stupid. That's what, that's what, that's what, that's what people, that's what people do, and they're too quick to jump to on jump people. on 
jump on the um, not the bandwagon is sort of the, the wrong term to use. Oh my god, you fucking hell, I got a bit of wind in it. And uh, that is oh, oh, legend. Yeah, and that is that is the offended train is probably the the best description you can use because the thing is they 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 automatically grasp onto the subject that the person or the person telling a joke is trying to portray across. And they get a one inkling that it might be offensive, and they think, right, fuck this, I'm off. They don't yeah, give, they don't give they they don't give the deliverer time for the delivery. To process the information. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking lovely, that, isn't it? Beautifully put. And beautifully not, put. No, they, they, they don't, don't. They don't, don't. So they just yeah. think, right, they hear that little bit and they don't realise there's another couple of minutes to go until you hit the money shop then when the punchline yeah. comes. And they think, right, my God, hang on, all up in arms, all up in arms, fucking God. And I bet you, if they stay there, and because as it goes on and on and on, the joke goes on and on and on, It'll get milder and milder and milder until the punchline then goes boom. Which the punchline would probably be offensive, but they'll go, right, they started off harsh, he went a bit mild, and now boom. But, well, in fact, that was well, a thing. Is, <laughs> like the whole point of a joke is it takes you in one way, you think it's going that way, and then it spins you around and it goes the other way. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. But when did we as a, as a world and as a population, when did it be like, all right, you, like, you can't discuss anything about like sexuality or race or, and I don't mean being racist or like sexist or uh, not sex, like homophobic or whatever. Like, I don't mean that. I mean, when did it become this thing that you cannot talk about those subjects? And that's what, it kind of fucks me off. Like that the second people mention anything to do with any of these subjects, it's like, if you're not saying, um, like a clear in this in the sentence that you say, if you're not saying like a clear anti-racism thing or a clear yeah. anti uh, or a pro transphobe uh, transgender thing, people yeah. get they just jump on it straight away. You're you're transphobic. You're a racist. You're this. Yeah, you're yeah. that. And it's like, well, fuck that guy. You don't even know what I was going to say yet. Yeah, you've got no idea of what, what I think. A, it, it's all in the PC category, the politically correctness category. And if, and, if, and if someone, oh, it boils my bollocks. And if someone gets one thing that they think the someone, perhaps not even if they're watching a comedy show, just in yeah, general. Yeah, I just mean generally, like, why, why can't Just in general life, why can't you say, you know, Oh, here we go now. Wait for we, it. We was um, we was not I, I, I was, I was going to. I, I was, I was going to. <laughs> like you should be able to. People should be able to talk about stuff. And this is all like Freedom me off. of speech. But like you should be able to say like that you disagree with something, and I'm not on about like racism, because clearly that's not not acceptable to to like fucking. You know, to like piss someone off, but what? And when like, I and when I the, the job. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, this is on. how this this is how this is how crazy it's coming, right? We know that you flip charts no more, or you can't call them flip charts because it's offensive to Filipino people. Fuck off! That, you, made, I, you made that up. I'm fucking telling you, fucking straight as fuck. Straight as fuck. That's homophobic. That is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> I see, you can't say nothing. I can't say anything. So, should we just sit here now for the next 10 minutes and just say stare at each stuff. other? Just say inappropriate <laughs> stuff. No, at the end, do you know what? Like, what fucks me off, um, and I ain't going to get into this conversation massively, is, um, is where people, like Sharon Davis is very vocal on Twitter about... Um, Transgender, uh, I gotta get who's out right. the swimmer, yeah. So she's on about like men which have transitioned into women who are then taking part in women's sports, and oh, she says that's yeah. that's fucking bullshit, it's not unfair. Now, I'm not saying whether it's fair or it's not fair, or I agree or I not agree, I'm not saying either way because I ain't getting even going down that route where people want to criticize. My point of this long winded point is. 
if I wanted to talk about it, I should be able to talk about it to you, give an opinion without a load of people going, you're this or you're that, whichever way my opinion is. I should be able to have an opinion. And the reason it fucks me off is that in that particular case, both opinions could technically be correct because they can both go off facts. Question for you. Who's Sharon Davis's husband? Billy Davis. Derek Redmond, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah. Derek Redmond, legend. The was he like a four hundred meter runner or something like that? Yeah, I think so. He's the one where is isn't he the one where his um, his hamstring went when he was running in like a final? And then his dad hopped over the guardrail and put his arm under him and helped him over the finish line. Was it? Was that Derek Redmond? I, yeah, I, I can't remember. I can't. I can't. I can remember what you're on about, but I can't. I can remember Paula Radcliffe having a piss on the side she of the road. Shit, did, she? did she have a shit? Did she? Well, I just realised I'm gonna have to fucking like take half this podcast out. It's gonna be about ten minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it was Derek Redmond. Yeah, he um he helped his dad. He, you he, just he, typed he, it in there, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, he um he ripped his hamstring during the race yeah. when he was like hundred meters into a four hundred meter race, and his um he was trying to finish because it was the final, and. Um, you know, he, his, his father jumped the guardrail, pushed the security out of the way, and helped him finish the race. What a guy! Yeah, Derek Redmond married, uh, married to Sharon Davis until the year 2000, and Derek Redmond is now married to Maria Yates. Well, they divorced, eh? yeah, they divorced in 2000. Um, well, I wouldn't like to speculate, but probably because he couldn't finish the race. He needed his dad to help him. Yeah. She was like, ah, she, she got fed up of that. Yeah. It was, it was a novelty. It was all, the, over, all over the thing, like, all over the papers. And, oh, yeah, no, like, I think when they were in bed and he couldn't finish and his dad had to jump in and help. <laughs> and, you know, it was a novelty the first time, but, um, you know. <laughs> After a few more times, she got a bit fed up. After a few more times, when, when his old man come limping in, like, and I just yeah. to help him out, like, just to finish him. He's like, ah, oh, come on now, Winston, it's got to stop, like. For fuck's sake, Derek! <laughs> Can't you just finish once? <laughs> yeah. You'd have to think about it, wouldn't you? I tell you what, mate, this podcast can be about five minutes long, mate. <laughs> Five fucking minutes long. I can't broadcast. Brilliant. Can't broadcast half this stuff. Right, let's let's find some broadcastable conversation then to finish. Okay. Oh. Um, what can we talk about? Which is broadcast. Whoever had gout. Oh yeah, yeah. So my mate had gout. Um, he gets. He never used to have it when he was younger. And then when he hit thirty, all of a sudden, every time he drank Guinness or any like uh, yeasty kind of beer or hoppy like. You know, like that kind of beer uh, or ales and that. He fucking his foot and his ankle swell up like a motherfucker. Oh. He, say, he says it fucking kills. I was on a golf course, right? And with my mate Mark Egan, and we was in the buggy. I say, Mark, I'm gonna fucking get off here. He was like, Oh, what do you mean? I thought it broke. Honestly, you know, sorry, right? I thought it broke my ankle. It was that painful. She went off. He took me home. I went. I've sorted that out. Went to doctors, give me these um, the proxin things, which completely destroy your stomach. Yeah. And then um, and then let's take a mop as well with them. And uh, then I can remember I had it last time I had it was a couple of years ago, right? My my fucking toe, no word of a lie, right? I was sleeping with my foot because I always I sleep on the left hand side of the bed, so obviously my left foot is towards the end of the bed. Mm. So I had to turn over or cross my leg to get my foot. Even putting a cotton sheet over it is like fucking throwing castle cork on your foot. Oh, it is unreal. My foot goes like a snooker ball. It's like, ah, what shiny. Causes, what causes that then? What causes it? Yeah. Just an allergic reaction to 
I the doctor may have tin tomatoes, I think gives it to me. So I say it's just um, an allergic reaction. It's not allergic like, uh, reaction necessarily to, to alcohol or No, no, no. It, it's an old time mess port wine takeaways, anything rich. If you take a piss and eat an Indian every night, there's a good chance you're gonna get a swollen toe like in a bit of pain. Like I remember I was lying on a settee and my mother came down the house and she was like I was actually off work at the time anyway, I booked a bit of leave. And um the strap of her handbag just literally went like ah brushed across that and it was like fucking then it was like fucking Rory McElroy hitting me with his driver. I was like I nearly went through the ceiling. Anyone comes like within like two meters of you like whoa 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 yeah, you start up. to cringe and uh fucking hell it's horrible. Like me when I went horrible. Like me when I go to the shops now is social distancing. If they come within yeah. fucking a meter, oh, I'm don't like, get start the fuck all that. Don't start all that shit now. People fuck with their fucking paper there, the planes fucking sellotape around their fucking face. Some of these might. It was a fucking fella right in Tesco's the other day. Right? He had a mask, right? It was fucking brilliant. And the gap either side of the mask was like ah. Mm. Is it, What's the point in it? What we got that on fire? So well, we've got fucking loads of fucking jawbreakers in your mouth for you. So you fucking your point is having a fucking thing on. You say tight. You were breathing. You were breathing in the same shit as I am. So take that off. You're looking like a cunt. I'll just fucking take it off. Yeah, and people don't seem to grasp. Grasp that if it's if them those masks aren't airtight to your face, they don't do fuck all. Oh. And the thing is, you know the blue ones like a surgical mask only fit for ten minutes use. Right. You didn't know, I don't know. I didn't know. So what the fuck's a surgeon do if surgery goes over 10 minutes then? But they are specialised ones. So what's the, the difference? Ones pe- the ones of people who've gone now. Well, they it's because the they've ones... been made by fucking Jimmy ah, Jack in the corner shop yeah. who's fucking made them out of paper and selling yeah. them for 10 quid a pop. Like. Yeah, who's giving it the fucking big one on the back like a fucking um, Di Thomas's fucking warehouse. And then um, the surgical, the, the ones the doctors and the surgeons made a proper life. Because mm. I got loads of them because I'm a doctor. The doctor. I'll, I'll post my new phone, will I? Yeah, I do want one actually. Because I got Do you wear it next week? Yeah, 100%. Mate. I, got a, I got a low immune system, haven't I? So I, I would like one. I've been wearing my scarf like up my face. Just you to can try have and one. minimize You can it. have one, right? But as long as now on next week's show, right? You can have one as long as you put a snooker ball in your mouth as well. Like, again. I can't get a fucking snooker ball in my mouth with these teeth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just, but I haven't got a kid's fucking snooker table, little ball like that, and just shove it in like the, yeah. the gimp like. <laughs> the gimp and the limp. The gimp and the limp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fancy dress. The limb. The for limb Halloween. Now a gimp. And uh, you can wear a gimp mask for Halloween. Oh, my battery's about to go now, fella. Right, that's all right. We'll wrap it up now, mate. I'm going to have to do some magic with this show anyway, because there's so much stuff. Um, guys, as always, subscribe to youtube.com slash podcast station. You can get all the audio versions at the usual podcast and radio apps. Follow us on social media at acecast underscore nation. Follow Barry on uh, Instagram. I think he's on Big Bazza Phillips. Still think that's your. Uh, that's no, I, I don't. I don't use Instagram. You don't I, use am, it, I am. Yeah. I am. I am on it. I noticed you thinking you messaged me on here, and I seen it, and I replied to it, but I don't know how to use it. My boy told me how to use it, like so. I yeah. I've only been on it a couple of months. I'm but, an um, illiterate bastard on it. Luddite. So, yeah. Another one in the bag, Sam. Another one in the bag. We'll be back next Friday for another show. Anything you want to say to the people, Barry, before we leave? Well, what's this joke you were going to tell me? I told you it. Which one was it? You told me about 20 million jokes. The restaurant one. Oh, I, tell you, I like that. It was a good one. It was a boot, wasn't it? It was a boot. Nearly as good as uh, someone messaged me yesterday actually no it's monday and said i really like the way you finished the show on um friday with barry where he said you said uh you and he, he sort of went through the thing and he said oh yeah and then when you called barry a cunt 
and then he just started laughing and then that was the end of the show you didn't do anything else like that was like, oh, it was good, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah quality but no Not sense taken my friend yeah you are Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.